Okay, I'm just gonna say what we're all thinking. Funko Pops look like Corey Feldman. Just straight up, every Funko Pop in the whole series looks like Corey Feldman playing dress up. Now you can never unsee it. All right, what do we got over here? We've got, okay. Here's Corey Feldman uh, as the edge from U2. Looking so much like Corey Feldman. And then we've got Corey Feldman as Darth Vader. And of course, Corey Feldman as Darth Maul. Bobbling his little head. His little bob bobbling bobblehead. And um, I think I have one more. It's Corey Feldman as the Incredibles baby. First you gotta do the truffle shuffle. Come on, do it! So I went to the mall today. I had to pick something up from Hot Topic that I ordered online and then I had to go to the physical store to pick it up, which also I'm like, why did I even order online? I could have just gone to the store bought it there, but I'll tell you why I didn't go to the store because malls are super creepy. <laughs> you know what? If you ever want to, if you're ever feeling lonely and you need some company, just go into a specialty boutique store where there's five eager employees and you're the only customer. And the only reason you walked in is because you're a little too early for a doctor's appointment. You're there. You just, you like really hesitantly walk in. They're like, hi, just immediately like, hi, like they slide in. Hey, oh my gosh, hi, can I help you? Uh, um, nope, hi, no. <laughs> Actually, I just, I had a doctor's appointment next door and I'm a little early, so I thought I'd come into your um, novelty spoon store. Looks, it's great, really cool spoons. Oh, so you're a first time spooner. Oh, uh, okay, that's what we call it. Um, no, no, not first time. Um, just not, uh, I'm just, I'm, brow I'm browsing. I'm just looking around. That's what you always say. You're just like, I'm just looking. I'm just looking. And then like at the same time, all five employees, Stepford Wives style, just like, like turn their little robotic heads to you. And it, <laughs> all at the same time, let us know if you need anything. Let us know if you need any help. And you're just like, I will and you try so hard to like wander into a back corner of the store. <laughs> and meanwhile, while you're back there in the darkest corner of the store, you're just like, please, please God, if there's a God up in heaven, God, all the gods, God, Buddha, Kanye, please just let another customer enter this store, please, please, I just can't. <sighs> but no customers come, no customers come, and you're just there, pretending like you're interested in all of these novelty spoons. You don't care about spoons, not one bit, but you're pretending, you're pretending. And then you realize the only way to get out of the store where five eager employees are just staring at you nonstop is to just buy something. It's better, just buy a $45 spoon and run. Run with your life, get out of there. That's the only way. Um, and then you, you show up to your doctor's appointment. He's like, really? You paid $45 for a spoon? You're like, <laughs> I was desperate. Uh, but anyway, what's up, guys? We're doing episode three. No, we're not. We're doing episode four. 
we're doing episode four. Um, we can all agree that episode three was a little erratic, right? But you know what? That's why we call the show temperamental because sometimes I'm chilling. Like today, I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Episode three, not so chilling. If you can recall, episode three, I could not shut up. And it's funny because if you think about a podcast, you're like, well, of course you shouldn't shut up. You're the host of a podcast. But how about some silence here and there? Some comfortable silence that you and me can sit in. You're my friend. You're my listener. You're my viewer. And what, what else is the sign of a true friend if not sitting in silence together comfortably? Wow, I am just like sweating my butt cheeks off. See, that's me ruining the silence right there. Wow, uh, Kevin, what's going on over there, buddy? Just licking the chair, huh? <laughs> Kevin's just like tripping balls over there. He smells something on the chair and he's licking it. Uh, should I call a, a veterinarian? Is this fine? Let's just, um, we got a camera on him. Let's just see how it unfolds. Um, okay, well, I still don't have a producer and I still don't have a co-host. I still have a, this co-host who I don't really particularly care for. Um, and then I have the peanut gallery, which is the other Kevin uh, and Riley, my golden retriever. I, I keep forgetting that I have to also cater to the only listeners, you know, because there's the viewers and then there's the people who only listen. So for those only listeners, Kevin is my idiot cat and his sister is Kevin the good one. She's nice. She's pretty. Kevin smells. He's mangy. He looks like he just walked off the mean streets of Henderson, Nevada. And Milo looks like she's been raised in a manor her whole life in English royalty. And Riley's just the best golden retriever you could possibly ask for. Just the goodest dog. She's awesome. Look, she's, she's laying here. Kevin's tripping balls. <laughs> Can I say that? I, I'm, I try to keep a, cl a clean podcast. Can I say tripping balls? I don't know but he's tripping. Look at this dude. What is going on? Dude, I need to splash him in the face with some ice cold water. Something. I don't know. But anyway, so yes. Um, dude. So these novelty boutique stores, so many times have I gone into these small little stores. I'm from Portland. We have a thousand of them up there. Tiny little boutique stores, no idea how they stay in business. It's so strange. Like a, sh like a shoelace store. We sell wacky shoelaces and they're all organic and they're made out of hay. That sounds like it wouldn't tie very well, but we're Portland and we get away with anything because um, we're saving the earth. And they are. Good for you, Portland. How does your shoelace store, shoelaces made it out of hay, how does it stay in business? I don't know. Not going to ask questions. I'm just going to go in and browse because I'm early for my doctor's appointment and I'm going to get the hell out of there after purchasing a pair of $45, um, hey, shoelaces. Yes. But you know what? It's not just small stores anymore that are just empty. You know, it's the whole mall. I was saying earlier, I went to Hot Topic. The whole mall is empty. It's freaking creepy. I'm just waiting for this to be an episode of of a video game, like an installment, like this is Rainbow Six Vegas, and like one by one, the zombies are gonna just attack. Rainbow Six wasn't zombies, Call of Duty zombies. You, you know what I mean, okay? Grr, you know what I mean. 
it's like a video game. It's creepy, and you feel it's very post-apocalyptic. God, remember? Oh, this is a throwback. Do you remember a game called, is it Manhunt? Super creepy game. One of the scariest games you can play. And you go into an abandoned shopping mall, and they still have Christmas decorations up and a bunch of mannequins, and it's playing like a really um, creepy version of Jingle Bells, like over the overhead, and that's the scaredest I've ever been playing that video game. Uh, but anyway, yeah, the mall just gives me such anxiety because it's so empty now. And um, like these people will do anything to keep you inside their stores. I got spritzed with what I think is men's cologne, like teenage boy cologne. It was gross, but they were just like, they just got me. Like, Buy our cologne, please. We're desperate. Um, and it was um, super gross, and I couldn't, I couldn't get away in time, um, even though I smelled like teenage heartbreak and sandalwood. <laughs> I'm actually not sure what either of those smell like, but I've heard of them both. Um, so I went to this Hot Topic to pick up my online order. I could have just shipped it to my house. Why did I do that? Probably because it was free. It was probably like a dollar to ship it to my house and then free to pick it up at the store that's like three miles away. So I'm like, better save that dollar because I'm a cheapskate. Saved the dollar, drove to the creepy mall, probably paid more in gas just to get there uh, to pick up my stuff inside the store. Um, And while I was shopping there, you know, they have all, I picked up my stuff and of course, of course got browse, of course got browse. I'm browsing. They got all my stuff. They got all the band tees that I like. They got Nightmare Before Christmas stuff. They got corpse bread stuff. They got Disney backpacks. They got all the jewelry with the spikes and the leather and the rings and the chokers and all the things that I like. If you know my band, Von Bolt, I talk about it every episode. Um, we're awesome. And I wear lots of that type of jewelry on stage, so I need I need it. So I'm always in the market, always for, in the market for the chokers. In fact, um, wearing chokers has become kind of like a comfort thing to me, and I don't know what that says about me as a person. And I would like to not find out, so I'm not going to talk to a therapist about it because I'm afraid of what um, the answer might be. Uh, oh, you feel like you need to be choked all the time? Well, that's not normal. Let me tell you all the things that are wrong with you. I'd prefer you didn't. I'm perfectly happy living in my, um, my nightmare. (laughs) So anyway, I went to this hot topic and there was a couple in their sixties. Do you hear that scratching? That's Kevin taking a massive dump in the litter box that's right nearby because he's so disrespectful. He couldn't just wait So anyway, I go into Hot Topic, I'm browsing, you know I love to browse, there is a couple in their 60s also browsing. And I'm thinking, what happened to you, Hot Topic? What happened to you that people in their 60s are not terrified to walk in here? Because back when I was younger, No one would even step foot near a hot topic. No adults. They thought it was demonic and evil, and they would maybe pray. They would maybe pray outside of it. 
Uh, but they would not step inside. It had like a, a gunky smell. It had like a musk. Do you remember the Hot Topic musk? Um, but then there was this like couple and they were like browsing for um, just like, uh, <laughs> there was like a clearance rack of like accessories. Like there was a Nightmare Before Christmas like clock that was a Christmas clearance item. And they were like, oh, Tanya might like this. And I'm like, what are you doing? People in your 60s talking about buying things at Hot Topic for people named Tanya and not being terrified to walk in here? You're not metal. You're not punk. What are you doing, old farts? Get out of here. Um, and then I, as I wandered over to the Avenged Sevenfold shirts, I did a little self-reflecting, and I realized, oh, I'm also too old to be in this store. I'm the, I'm the age, <laughs> I'm the age, like me, this is me saying this about the couple in their 60s, I used to say this same thing about people my age in their 30s coming into Hot Topic, I'd be my little like 16 year old self and be like, what are you doing 30 something in my Hot Topic, looking at the Sailor Moon notebooks, like what? Um, and then that made me feel really bad. That made me feel bad about myself. And I was sad inside that hot topic for a moment today. I was sad. Um, and, uh, that's just really not the realization I needed today, especially while smelling like teenage heartbreak and sandalwood. Um, (laughs) It's crazy that they had to explain what a mall is in that Abercrombie and Abercrombie, 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 in that Abercrombie and Fitch documentary. Can I start again? And action. It's crazy that they had to explain what a mall is in that Abercrombie and Fitch deck. This is about the time when I apologize to the director because I'm like, I swear I know my lines. I'm so sorry. I'm wasting everyone's time and then I get anxiety on set. But we're going to take it one more time. Okay, action. It's crazy that they had to explain what a mall is in that Abercrombie and Fitch documentary because so many people watching it were like, what's a mall? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that documentary was great because they revealed to the world that maybe they were biased about hiring really hot kids to work at Abercrombie. And um, I don't normally swear on this show, but I feel that this is um, a very well-deserved no That was probably the quickest way to feel bad about yourself when you were a kid, when you were in like your, your teens and your preteens. If you're like, I'm feeling really good right now. This is um, this is a strange feeling. I don't know what confidence is. So is this this is a scary, like confident feeling that I'm having right now. I need to get rid of this immediately. Let's go to Abercrombie. And then you walk in, and there's all these <laughs> like girls and guys with the bodies of just like Mark Wahlberg in his prime, just like uh, just like the six pack and the like, but still like the acne face. <laughs> Yes, like they're hot, but they're still a teenager and they're just like, hey. Well, actually, they didn't say hey to me. They didn't acknowledge that I existed. And that helped with the, um, um, the uh, you know, the anxiety and the f- feeling worthless um, that I was familiar with and that I, ca- I, that I went there for. Mm. 
and I'd walk around and pretend like I could pull off any of these clothes. Oh, cool. Lacy tank top that's like thinner than a napkin. I can totally just like wear this. <laughs> and then I didn't buy it. And then I went to limited too <laughs> and brought, brought, bought a lime green uh, t-shirt with um, Velcro. This is a true story. One time I went to Limited 2 and I bought a t-shirt that had Velcro across the chest. And then it was like the soft part of the Velcro. So you know Velcro, you got the soft part, you got the hard part. You know, opposites attract. Metaphor for life. Velcro teaching us lessons. So I got a t-shirt with Velcro, the soft Velcro across the chest. And it came with a little Ziploc baggie full of letters. And the letters all had the backing of the hard part of the Velcro. So you could just write your own messages on your chest. Ah. <laughs> oh, I wish I had pictures of whatever I wrote. Because I can't even remember. But it was probably like, for Frodo. Or like something super geeky. Or just like, hey, I'm Lisa. Like, just the worst thing. Just imagine me as a child not even a young child. Like I should be buying cute clothes at Abercrombie and being cool and like coming into my own as like a cool kid. And instead I'm like, let's buy a t-shirt with Velcro letters so that I can send my own messages, my own text messages via my chest into the world. And I didn't even have like boobs at that time. I was just like, um, a flat chested little Jan Brady looking homeschooler nerd. Yeah, that was me. Mm, mm, mm. And I would write messages on my shirt. And I don't know what I was trying to get out of that. I didn't know if like I would find myself in a social situation and then a cute boy would come up to me and look at my chest and be like, oh, you like apples? Cool. Yeah, let's date. I don't know. Because I feel like putting I like apples would have been something I'd put on my shirt. Maybe I like cats. Maybe I put I like cats on my Velcro shirt. I don't know. What's up, Kev? You back? How you living? Large? Um, oh, I know something I want to talk about. This is, this is, I'm very passionate about this. Speaking of clothing and shopping, I would like to talk about Burlington Coat Factory. First of all, name's too long. Don't have a name that long. <coughs> I'm choking on something. Just, just give me a sec. I'm okay. I had a cold two weeks ago, and the residual is just hanging out inside my sinuses. And every once in a while, it goes and it drips, and then it makes me choke. And that's the kind of thing that happens. And it scares Kevin away. Good. We like scaring Kevin away. Anyway, I digress. First off, name's too long. Burlington Coat Factory, it's too long. It's been around forever. It's too long. Um, but anyway, so I walked into BCF. And guess what I was looking for? Just take it, just take it, just take a step. Just take a little, just take a little step. What do you think that I was looking for at Burlington Coat Factory? A coat! Yes, good, you're paying attention. I went into Burlington Coat Factory to buy a coat. 
and I walked 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 and I searched and I searched everywhere. I searched like I was on a quest. I searched like I was Link and an old man, an old wizard said, oh my God, Zelda's losing air. She's here. You got to find her. She's suffocating. Hurry, go, go. It's your quest. Go take this. It's dangerous to go alone. And then he gives me like a pack of gum because he knows how I get. Um, And so I'm searching, I'm searching, I'm searching like I'm on a quest. And there are no coats inside Burlington Coat Factory. No coats. Where are the coats, Burlington Coat Factory? Where are the coats? I'm telling you, blood pressure, mm, it's rising. I thought for a second maybe it was me. I thought maybe I was just bad at looking, or I thought maybe I wandered into the wrong store. Maybe I'm just in one of those crappy Rosses, or it was so big and well lit. Maybe I went back in time and I'm in a Kmart. I'm going to start smelling Little Caesars pizza here soon. I don't know. Like, I always blame myself first. So I gave Burlington Coat Factory the benefit of the doubt. Maybe it's me. Maybe I can't find your coats. Um, but no, there's racks and racks and racks of clothes. And finally, finally, I find (laughs) the smallest section labeled jackets, not coats, jackets at Burlington Coat Factory. Smallest tiny little section of jackets. I have pictures on my phone of this happening because I couldn't believe it. So I'm going to show those to you right now, if I can remember. This is, um, this was the jacket section at Burlington, Burlington Coat Factory. First of all, let's just analyze the name, shall we? Burlington. Okay. Sounds like a tiny town in the countryside of England that would have a nice B&B and too many sheep. Oh, yeah, that's Burlington. Yeah, you just go down the road and there'll be a bunch of sheep there and you just give them a little tick tick and they move along. Um, so Burlington, okay. Coat, don't have those. Next, factory. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're not a factory. There were no machines. There were no conveyor belts. There were no flashing buttons. There were no little old ladies sewing buttons. You ain't a factory. You're not a factory. Burlington Coat Factory. They were producing nothing but lies. They're a factory of lies. That's what they're producing over there at Burlington Coat Factory. I had to go to Target to get my coat. And that's really sad. because Burlington Coat Factory has been around for a thousand years. Why? There was no one in the store. I was the only one. Thankfully, it's not like the boutique store situation where I'm crammed in there with the five eager employees saying, is there anything I can do for you? Let me help you, please. Um, it was just me in a giant store, so there were many places to hide and duck. Dip, duck, dodge, dive, and dodge, or whatever. 
Um, so no one came up to me. Um, hey, I don't need you to, I don't need you to ding at me while I'm doing this computer. So anyway, oh my God, just one ding by this computer and I've totally lost my train of thought. Um, oh yeah, again, it's been around for a thousand years. I have no idea how Burlington Coat Factory is still around. If they're not selling coats, they're just selling just cheap crap, right? And I'm the only customer. You don't hear a lot of people being like, yeah, I went on down to Burlington Coat Factory, went on down to BCF. Nobody's talking about BCF. They're not in the conversation. Target's in the conversation. Walmart's in the conversation. Marshall's in the conversation. Ross, TJ, TJ Maxx, you should go. <laughs> you should go. That's the jingle for TJ Maxx. <laughs> you should go. TJ Maxx, you should think about swinging by. Yeah, you should think about spending your money at TJ Maxx. It's like so kind. <laughs> Just think about it. How do I get this thing to leave me alone? Hey, F off. Oh my gosh, this stupid computer. Anyway, what I'm getting at is that T Burlington Cove Factory has been around for a thousand years since I was a kid. I distinctly remember it. But yet nobody that I know shops there. I tried shopping there on a whim to get a coat and there were no coats. So what are you doing? How are you staying open? I think it's a money laundering situation. I've seen Ozark. I watched the two. I'm and I watched the first two episodes of Ozark, so I feel like I, I like I got the gist of it. You know, like you got to create like a business, like money launder, money launder, launder your money. Your, your, you know, it's it's like it's it's Burlington Coat Factory. I feel like after two episodes of Ozark, I know everything about money laundering, and that's what Burlington Coat Factory, BCF. Dude, what a cool rebrand! Please hire me to rebrand. Burlington Coat Factory. That is what I'm, that's what this podcast episode is about. Please send me to the owners of Burlington Coat Factory and tell them that Lisa Foyles wants to rebrand it BCF and make it super, super cool. Mm. Hand it over. TJ Maxx, Marshalls, Ross, never heard of them. Here we come, BCF in the house, we're taking over, Target, what? No way, we're BCF. We're going to get like an awesome K-pop band who's like called BCF and they're going to be like, mm -hmm. <laughs> the only, the only um, K-pop band that I really know of is BTS and that song Dynamite, cause I, 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 is and they talk about ping pong in that song and that's why I like it. But hey, you have, you have BTS, we're going to have BCF, and we're an awesome K-pop band, and we're bringing Burlington Coat Factory back up. We're bringing it back up. We're making it happen. Everybody's going to be rushing to BCF. I've already gone way too far with this. Um, but anyway, it's a money laundering scheme, and also it sucks. Burlington Coat Factory sucks. My 
one camera just stopped automatically. I need to check on those. Everybody, please pause. All right, is this camera gonna keep recording? Is this one gonna keep recording? Just, hey, I'm trying, I'm sitting here. Excuse me, ma'am, thank you. All right, but that is actually the sign that I've gone too far, that it's been a half hour. I've ranted about stores way too long. I had other things I wanted to talk about and that's just kind of what took over and that's fine, we go with it. Thank you guys for watching. Um, dude, we're already at episode four, this is so cool. Maybe one day I'll get a co-host, that'd be awesome. Mm. Or a producer, just somebody to like sit over there that I can like yell at occasionally, wouldn't that be nice? Um, <laughs> like I go off about Burlington Coat Factory. Um, and then like my producer could send me information about it and be like, oh, did you know the Burlington Coal Factory actually started in the late 1800s and it was by Franklin Delano Roosevelt? And then, you know, and then I could comment about that. But no, it's just, it's just me. And all my animals left, my cats both left and my dog both, my cats both left and my dog left and it's just me. And it's cool. Anyway, you guys are still here and I love you. Thank you so much. Um, I'm filming you. I'm filming it widescreen just for you guys on YouTube. Hopefully you're digging it. Leave me a comment. Send me a message. Send me some love. Oh, I didn't tell him all that story in this episode. All right. I'll tell two next episode. Maybe. I don't know. Love you guys. Bye. TJ Maxx, you should go. It'd be really cool if you came to our store and spent your money. But no pressure. But also Nordstrom Rack is full of pretentious a-holes. So you should come to TJ Maxx because we're just as cool as Marshalls but a little higher class. And way better than Ross. Not quite as good as Nordstrom Rack. But way better than Walmart and those other crappy places you've been going to. So you should go. Nailed it.